when I put myself first, my family started transforming. My relationships started transforming with them. And I was able to see how I can influence, use my power of influence to, you know, um, get inspire my family to change. Hey there, welcome to the Chill Mom Boss Show. I'm your host, Michelle Hong, author of The Chill Mom and founder of four businesses which I built from home while raising three young children. This is where I'll take you behind the scenes of how mompreneurs, as they shared experiences and step-by-step strategies to help you live your best mom life and build a profitable and purposeful business. Today, I have with me Monica Lopra Nassar. She's a former food marketing executive turned habit coach for moms. So um, for all you moms out there listening today, you're in luck um, because Monica, as a creator of the right from the start method, which we will ask her about what is it all about, she pairs her background in integrative nutrition and neuroscience to create holistic transformation using the power of the plate, habit, and family. Wow. Okay. Welcome, Monica. How are you? Very good. Thank you, Michelle, so much for having me. I'm excited to be here and have a conversation. I know that was a lot throughout at your audience right now but we'll break it down yeah yeah so I'm like okay can you explain to us what is it all about because I know what it is and I think like for people who are tuning in for the first time they'll be like what but I know it's all about habit and habit is the foundation of how we live our life really isn't it Absolutely. And I think it bears to kind of give a little bit of an origin story of how I I arrived here and how I, you know, basically really um, transitioned from not only focusing on nutrition, but really pairing it with neuroscience, which is the root of how we can create the life that we want, really leveraging our power of our biology. So I'll definitely break that down a little bit. But my story really started in corporate America. I used to work in advertising and marketing and branding for major food brands like McDonald's and Burger King and all the big restaurant brands, also consumer packaged goods like Gerber Baby Food. So I have an extensive background in how products are positioned, how brands are positioned to um, speak to people's values, uh, how to be persuasive and how to really influence so that I can influence purchase you know, purchasing decisions at the home level. At the time, I was a single person, so I didn't understand the family implications. I also didn't understand the importance of our biology and our ingredients. So it wasn't until I became a mother myself and I took a sabbatical that I started to really, really understand, okay, what does it take to feed a little human? What is what is it that I am putting into his you know, his body as far as the products that I'm using. So then that kind of opened the door, which I think a lot of moms can relate listening, that it's not until we're feeding or responsible for another little human that we start to pay attention. Like, well, what am I putting in my body? What's actually in what makes up the ingredients that make up a certain, um, you know, products that we're feeding our children or that we have in our homes. And so that really led me to understanding a lot about our nutrition. So I went back to school to get certified in integrative nutrition, which is really important um, for the listeners to understand that it's more than just what's on our plate, right? Uh, We always focus on diet 
and ingredients as far as that being uh, health, but really our health is a holistic experience, meaning it's a 360 degree experience and our emotional health, our mental health, our spiritual health, all of that plays a huge part into how we feel every single day. And so I've really kind of taken this, my own personal transformation story. So I went through my own health journey um, to really understand the power of not only ingredients, but also our mental and emotional health, which then led to neuroscience and really understanding how our brains work. Because we all know the things that we need to do to be healthy, but we constantly choose to do other things. And I was fascinated to understand why. It's not that we can't Google how to be healthy or what we need to do. It's what causes us to repeat old patterns and behaviors. And that's really what led me down, incorporating more neuroscience, really understanding how the brain develops habits. So essentially that's really where I got into really focusing so much on habits because our life is a series of habits. And if we can transform our habits, we can transform our life. And so when breaking it down that way makes it a lot easier, especially for busy moms that are doing all the things, right? So uh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, yeah, I got you when you say, oh, you know, as we start to realize what we're feeding ourselves and our kids. And so how did you now, with all the knowledge that you have, um, decided to, okay, right, this is what I think is so important to other moms to know as well and to turn this into a business. So how did you get started? Well, how I got started was at first I started as a health coach doing one-on-one -on -one coaching and just primarily focusing on weight loss because that was my journey. My story started with, oh, I, I lost over 40 pounds um, after the second um, birth of my, of my second son. And so, and this was after me being a quote unquote healthy eater mm -hmm. and working out and doing all the things. I was never shy about uh, doing the work to be healthy or have uh, fitness goals, but I was stuck. Like I, I couldn't change. I, something wasn't registering and it, uh, it often had to do with our emotional well-being. Um, at that time, I was also experiencing what I didn't know at the time was postpartum depression uh, with my second son. My first born experience was beautiful. It was like textbook and fairy tale. The second one was a lot more, um, you know, really raw and really you know, un, unexpected. I, I wasn't anticipating that being such a tough pregnancy and also post-birth, just feeling uh, all the things. And when, um, as moms, you know, oftentimes we don't take the time to check in with ourselves and really understand the implications that if I don't put myself first, then who am I showing up as a mother to my children? And more importantly, that's impacting the next generation and on. And so what really led me to really shift my focus into habit formation is because I started to see when I put myself first, my family started transforming. My relationships started transforming with them. And I was able to see how I can influence, use my power of influence to, you know, um, get inspire my family to change. And so they started adopting better, more mindful practices. And my husband also lost a bunch of weight. You know, we both just started creating this alignment at the home level that really allows for anybody who's working on their health goals, any kind of goals whatsoever. When your home life and your personal goals don't align, it makes it really difficult for there to be a sustained impact, mm -hmm. right? For you to actually keep up with that. And so um, that really was like a light bulb moment. I knew that if I could help empower moms, then I can also help 
power up the next generation of moms. And so we can stop, you know, kind of like end the cycle of, of always just kind of putting ourselves in the back burner as moms, like giving up our entire identity for, uh, for the good of our families, thinking that that makes us, you know, our, a good mom when in fact we have to be at 100% too in order for us to lead. So that's really what drove me. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, moms tend to put ourselves in the back burner and we don't realize that if we look after ourselves, then we should be leading instead of being, you know, behind our family and just trying to push them to become healthier, eat healthier when we're just all like eating, you know, (laughs) leftovers, isn't it? That's exactly it. I mean, that's actually a beautiful segue because one of the things I say is that, you know, your life is reflected on the plate. And so how do you treat yourself at mealtimes? Are you eating your your kiddos leftovers after their lunch and that's your lunch or, you know, you're eating at the kitchen counter because you haven't made the time to make a meal for yourself. Oftentimes we just like, we're so, uh, we're such givers and well-intentioned, of course, you know, well-intended to do that. But it's like, how does your plate look like? Is it, have you, you know, taken the time to make it beautiful, to make it joyful experience? Are you eating on the go? Is it, is it an afterthought? Because that's really reflective of how you treat yourself. And so that's a really beautiful way for your listeners. And that's a quick win already is take a look at your plate at mealtimes and see what that says about you. And are you showing the same amount of love and care and intention that you do for your loved ones? I love that. And that's also a good, um, an easy way as well, if you are not currently looking after yourself to now see that, hey, I am putting the right things on my plate. And that's the first step kind of to decide that, okay, now I am looking at, um, you know, my plate looks fairly good. (laughs) It's fairly healthy. (laughs) I think I am beginning to look after myself and taking care of myself. And so usually when your clients come to you, when moms are you know, coming to you, are they like at the stage of burning out or how do they realize that they need you? That's a very good question. And this is, a, it makes it really tricky because oftentimes moms were not looking for things for us. We're always researching like child development milestones or, you know, how to be a better parent. And, you know, so you're always looking for other things, but I really like to, um, I, I do get most of my moms are at that point um, where they know they, they know that they need something. They know they, they're looking to re their words are, they're looking to regain control back in their life. They feel as though they have lost control. So typically it is when you've hit a wall, when you've realized like, you know what, I know I can't continue on, something has to change. And that's usually when they come and see me. Ideally though, I would love to see them ahead of that. I want to avoid (laughs) them feeling that burnout, that feeling that moment of loss. But at the same time, I understand that sometimes we need to hit that wall in order for us to really be committed to making that change, right? Mm, yeah, because very often when people are comfortable, they don't seek change. It only when it gets like really uncomfortable that they were really ready to take that leap into trying something else because what you're currently doing is not working. Right. So, and I, Yeah. So coming back to you, right, um, when you decided to go back to school and learn about uh, nutrition and um, diving into neuroscience, you are starting a family yourself. So how did you um, balance it all? 
Hey there, I'm taking a short break to let you know that if you've been thinking of starting a business but you just don't know where or how to start, or you're that frazzled entrepreneur trying to do everything but your business is still not growing, consider Momentum, my month-to-month coaching membership to take your business to that next level so you can reach your goals faster and easier. You will also gain access to in-depth training, strategies, mindset coaching, and an exclusive community that is designed to help you define your purpose, clarify your strategy, and build a business and life you love. Head over to michellehorn.com forward slash momentum to join us now. I know, right? Uh, well, honestly, it started with ch- uh, making changes to my habits. So one of the biggest things that um, I justified not doing anything for myself is because I didn't have time. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is like the common question, right? Or the common uh, thing that comes up for moms is like, I don't have time to read books. I don't have time to do all the things. But in actuality, we have plenty of time. It's mm-hmm. it's what we prioritize, right? And so one of the biggest habits that I identified early on, and this is something that, um, of course, we'll get to and, and probably in the show notes, we'll share the, um, the link to my um, free uh, download for my audio series on how to create habits. And I actually walk you through a, a one, two, three steps of how to create and how to like actually work towards um, rebuilding a new habit. So, um, so bear with me while I kind of go through this uh, as we're talking about it. But one of the things that you can identify when you're looking at your time is what habit is a disempowering habit. There's, there's usually something that we do, whether that's scrolling through our social media. And for me, it was television watching. I would watch TV at night to decompress. And I knew that for me, it was a form of escapism, right? Mm-hmm. That for me was a way for me to numb out or to tune out, literally. Um, and I would spend hours. I mean, I wouldn't go to bed until midnight or one o'clock. And I justified it as like, well, this is my time. It's my me time. And, you know, like, and of course our kids are going to bed at, you know, seven, eight o'clock. That's a long time. I mean, you could do so much with that time that you're just sitting there watching another person's story. Um, And so I really leveraged. So I time shifted is, is really what it was. I identified a habit that was not allowing me to get to the goals that I had for myself. And so by um, eliminating that habit and replacing it with reading, and so that's when I started to really get into a lot of nutritional science uh, podcasts to really understand, because this is what's really fascinating is that neuroscience and nutritional science in the last 10 years has seen a lot more in um, the research that's available, the studies they're able to actually see inside the mind, how our habits work. So this is new, newer information. It's not like something that we would have learned in school. Um, the same as with our nutrition, all of the implications to our health and our food supply and everything that's happening biologically with our bodies is now coming to surface. So it was really fascinating for me to just kind of dive deeper into understanding the science. How do I make it palatable for moms? How do I really make it matter? Because oftentimes you're like, yeah, that's nice, but that's boring. Maybe you're like, that's not exciting to you like it is to me. But one of the most fascinating things that I think your listeners will love to know is that over 95% of your daily actions that you do every single day, they run on autopilot, meaning your subconscious mind literally defaults to autopilot mode. 
and you don't even recognize that you're doing things automatically. There's no choice involved. And that's because our brains have evolved to become more efficient, right? That's the way that they conserve energy. So they want you to stay predictable. They want you to stay the same. That's why change feels so difficult and oftentimes painful. And that's because your brain kind of, kind of freaks out a little bit and says, Hey, this is not normal. (laughs) Why are you not watching TV? Yeah, this is not the, this is not on the guy, you know, this is not on the manual. I don't know this program. Can you please go back to the same, you know, thing that you used to do every day? And so that's why it makes it so hard for people to really make changes is because the longer that you have this habit, Mm. the more that it's ingrained in the way that you act without you even choosing to act. But the fun fact here that I wanted to loop in the, the mamas especially is because our brain develops subconsciously in the first seven years of our life. So the first seven years of your child's life, this is what was really powerful, is that you are essentially programming your child with their lifelong habits the first seven years of their life because their analytical part of their brain is not function. It's not active yet. So literally the saying, um, you know, your child are sponges They They absorb everything. It's because they literally are like, they literally are absorbing everything and they take it for face value. So when they see you mama, you know, taking care of yourself, doing all of the right things, they subconsciously will have those values, those habits, those principles, because that's how they grew up. And so that's a really, really powerful thing to think about because, not only is it a benefit for you to feel great, to have energy, to do all the things, but then you're also modeling that behavior to your child and it will benefit them in their adulthood. So they won't be kind of having to rework, right? To reprogram all of these things. Yeah. yeah. So um, like, we may have been screw up, <laughs> growing <laughs> up, but we don't want to screw our kids up. So you better be the good role model for them. And you, <laughs> I, I've seen your eight photos. You have two beautiful sun mm-hmm. right so um Thank you, yes. yes yeah your beautiful images for your son and you're eating well with them so um so coming back to you know when you decide okay right i'm gonna stop watching tv and so mm-hmm. how did you switch that it was painful for you i, I suppose right the same um, one so how do you switch that okay now i need to listen to podcasts on neuroscience as you mentioned so yeah. what was that transition like for you and then how you now use that i suppose as an example to to mm-hmm. coach other moms yeah so i think the most important thing anytime that you're trying to shift your behavior um, mm-hmm. which is really what habits are habits are the actions or the behaviors that are needed in order for you to reach your desired outcome or goal. So with all of that, what that really means is that you wanna start to tap into who is it that you're trying to be and really start to look at who she is, right? So really have a clear definition of who is it that I wanna be and really start to operate from that place And then if you are this person, if you assume this new identity today, right now, what does this person do? How does their, what does their life look like? Because chances are that's going to lead you to having all of the things that you are desiring to have in your life, right? And so um, culturally, we've sort of been taught the opposite, um, which is this have, do, be model, meaning you have to do all the things in order to um, do in order to be, become this person. And so you want to reverse that formula and really start to decide 
I am this person. I decided this is who I am. And really use the power of visualization. I personally would look, I have a visual of myself or that goal that I had. And I would tap into that. Every time I felt I was at a crossroads or it felt difficult, I would remind myself, well, this is what I want. This is who I want to be. And so this is why I'm doing what I'm doing. So it's no longer restriction. It's mm -hmm. freedom. And so it's almost like a reframing of, of that. Oftentimes we feel confined by habits or creating these new habits, but it's because they're not in alignment with our values, which our values are tied to who we want to be. And so when there's a disalignment there, it makes it almost like a battle. And you want to avoid the battle because usually chances are your old behavior will win all the time. It's mm -hmm. like the gorilla and a monkey, like the gorilla will always win. That's how powerful the subconscious mind is. That's how powerful our old habits are. Very, very powerful. And the only way that you change that is through repetition and consistent action. It's not mm -hmm. sexy, but it works. You know, you just have to do the work, but again, aligning with your um, desired state with that, you know, with that vision is really, really powerful. I love that. I think um, anyone listening, if you miss that, you should actually just rewind and re like hear that again. So be, do, have. Become who you want to be in your mind first, and then naturally you will do the things that to support who you want to become, and then you'll have, have, and then you'll, you'll have your outcomes. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm right? Oh, yeah. Awesome. So be do have, yeah, you'll have, you'll have all the things you desire. If it's prosperity, mm -hmm. if it's all of the things, um, you know, it starts from the person doing the doing, right? So if you are operating as your current state and you're trying to expect a different outcome, you have to come at it from a different point of view. If that helps in this description a little bit, it's like, mm -hmm. you can't be the same person trying to have a different outcome. You have to really own and step into this new identity and really truly believe it and then start operating from that place. And that is gonna take you down a different path versus just trying to stay the same person and doing all of these external things because you're, you think that that's what you're supposed to do yeah. when in fact they don't align with who you wanna be, right? Yeah. So, yeah, mm -hmm. that's really powerful, that's true. Hmm. Okay. So it, it does take, um, you know, a person to be mindful and, and say, right, this is not working for me. And like, like you say, you know, the power of visualization and to take some quiet time out for themselves to imagine who they want to become, to decide that for themselves. And I believe this will be covered in the, um, the, the, the free audio habit formation this was a little extra in the actual habit formation audios. We will, it's a three-step audio. It's, I, I really simplify it because I wanted to really make it streamlined so that your audience and anyone who's downloading uh, the series will have actionable take, you know, takeaways. And so they can really, really, it's simplified. So it will be definitely, it'll walk you through step-by-step, step, just three steps to building habits for life. And it's really all about taking um, small action to lead that leads to big change. So I, I cover micro habits. I cover habit stacking. Again, big words, fancy words for just really simplifying how our bot, how our brains really are able to shift and make those changes. So I break that down.
Mm-hmm. Sounds good. Sounds good. Yeah, yeah, we like easy, simple things around here. Yes. <laughs> okay, great. So uh, I will make sure that I will add that into our show notes. So before you, uh, we leave, what is the one thing that you want to share with our audience? Oh, that's a big one. Well, I guess for me, the biggest thing um, that I can say, especially because your audience are moms or they're, they're women, and I think this is such an important message, and that is the single most important habit that you can have mm-hmm. is to truly love yourself like your life depends on it. Love yourself mm-hmm. with so much um with all your being, truly, I think uh, we don't say this enough as women to women. We also don't grow up with this notion of really, truly becoming our best friend, really coming from a place of like treating yourself like you would um, your newborn child, because it really stems from how we show up for ourselves. It really translates in so many other aspects of our life. And so that would be the biggest headline is find habits. It's not about self-care. Yes, we hear about all those things and I'm not dismissing it, but it's truly really taking the time to, when you look in the mirror, compliment yourself, look at the beauty that you have, be really grateful for where you are, love your body, show your love, you know, show yourself some love because it really will translate in other aspects of your life. So that would be the big one. Yes, it is a big one because it's not an easy thing to do because we've We've, we're so used to looking in the mirror and criticizing ourselves, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, looking in the mirror every morning and say, you're great, you're awesome, and just doing that. And, um, yeah, I think it's very powerful. Thank you so much, Monica, for sharing that Absolutely. with us. Thank you so you're much welcome. for coming on. So, yes, thank you. Great. And for those of you listening or watching, thank you so much for joining us to, um, this time. I hope to see you next time. Bye-bye. Now, if you have enjoyed this episode, please leave a review wherever you're listening. A good one, I hope. You can also tag me at the Mom or momboss.academy on Instagram and tell me what you like or have learned from today's episode. I love seeing how you fit my podcast into your life. Till the next time, all my best and you've got this.